At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. And welcome in as our weekend coverage continues here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. It is betting across America, and as per usual on betting across America, we are across America on the East Coast. Our guy Scott Seidenberg, follow him at Scott's on air from the lovely tri-state area. I'm uh, Ben Wilson here in our, at our South Point Studios in Las Vegas with a whole lot to talk about. Scott, we've got NFL preseason moments from getting underway with the Bills and Bears from Soldier Field. A lot of other stuff as well. MLB slate for Saturday gets underway in a couple minutes as well. In your neck of the woods in the Bronx with the Twins taking on uh, the Yankees. So a lot to get into today. We'll also talk some college football as well as we're a week away at this exact moment. A week from today in Champaign, Illinois, the uh, the start of the 2021 season will get underway. Nebraska and uh, and Illinois getting things started. You though, uh, you know, this is our first time getting to work together. You've been on quite the hot streak. At least you were last time you were on the air with MLB betting. I, I mean, look, we as betters, we all know what it's like to have the the ebbs and flows. You get hot for a stretch and then you go cold. But man, 20 in a row, Scott. I got to give you uh, some some major props. 20 baseball bets cashing. In a row, that is that is quite impressive. What's what's the feeling been like uh, for you? Are you just like floating on air over there? 
<laughs> it's been, it was an incredible run, um, but you know what they say, uh, you know, in, in the camp handicapping business, you're only as good as your last win, right? You can win a hundred in a row, but there's always somebody that's going to come in at the end of a winning streak. So what happens, you know, you post the 20 straight baseball winners on Twitter, the 21th game loses, and you got people tweeting you saying, uh, thanks for the loser, you know? So yep, that's how it goes. It, there's always somebody that's going to come in at the end of a winning streak, but it's been, it, you know, there's times where you're, you're feeling good as a handicapper and you're seeing the board clearly and there's things that you can point to. And, and obviously different people look at different stats and different informations. Uh, I'm not so much of a saber metric guy, so I don't put, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, put my weight into WRC plus or, or, or XFIP or things like that. Um, I'm, I'm more of a guy that I watch the games and I, I use the eye test and compare it to the numbers. Uh, that's really where I've always leaned in terms of my handicaps. And when I see a guy struggling on the mound, when I see the poor body language, when I see a guy laboring, um, and then I compare it to the numbers, obviously, you know, that's maybe a fade candidate for the next start out. Uh, so I look at things like that and I've just been seeing this thing really clearly over the last couple of weeks. And like I mentioned earlier to you, you could find advantages now on the board. Now the odds might be skyrocketing because you got teams like the Orioles that have lost 16 straight versus a team like the Braves who have won seven straight games. But you also just have to look at where teams are in the standings, what their motivation is for playing these games, what the lineups are, how the lineups do against the opposing teams and throw out everything else. Forget the, uh, oh, the, the Braves have won seven in a row, the Orioles have lost 16 in a row. Let's just handicap Drew Smiley against Matt Harvey, and let's look at this matchup. Forget about what has happened, and let's just look at this matchup and, and see the way that you could pick an advantage. Um and I think that there are advantages. Matt Harvey came back down to earth after he had four great starts. He's allowed 10 runs in his last 13 innings. Uh, so I would expect the Braves to jump out early on him. You know, maybe a Braves team total could be a way to bet this game. So there's a lot that you can look at in terms of uh, the numbers and the comparison to the teams and the way that you handicap and take a look at, you know, the mismatches. You're not going to lay minus 300. You're not going to lay minus 255. That's not how you win long term. And you're not just going to blindly bet the underdog either because that's a profitable system long term. No, you're going to pick the best spots in each respective matchup. And that's what I look to do. And it's, it's kind of amazing, too, to your point, uh, Braves Orioles, which is just uh, fascinating. I mean, we had Chris Andrews on in our last show, uh, the pregame show with uh, his great book talking about uh, guys back in the early 80s just trying to hammer the twins every night on a, at a huge plus price. And it uh, it, they lost six figures. It did not work over a 12-game losing streak. Interestingly, uh, interestingly though, Drew Smiley only minus uh, minus 170 against Matt Harvey, plus 155. We might have to touch on that a little bit later because that, to your point, I'm not sure if I uh, that line uh, seems a little bit seems a little bit off for sure. The games that are about to start here, at least in the next minute, Kenta Maeda and the Twins against Garrett Cole and the Yankees. Currently uh, seeing that uh, that actually just went off the board, so a closing number minus 250. Cole and the Yankees Scott uh, laying the one dollar seven. 
70 on the first five run line, getting him uh, a better price in that. And the, uh, tw- the uh, Rays and the White Sox about to get underway as well. It is betting across America. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on a Saturday across this uh, great uh, country. We got Scott, Scott Seidenberg on the East Coast from the uh, New York area. I'm Ben Wilson here in Las Vegas at our South Point Sportsbook Studio. Mentioned uh, these games just about to get underway, and we'll, we'll keep you posted on everything from an in-game perspective. We'll continue to look ahead as games get a little bit closer uh, to starting. Mentioned the one about to get underway, Keuchel and Patino, White Sox and Rays from the Trump minus $1.45 is the high watermark at BetMGM right now on Patino and the Rays against uh, Keuchel and the White Sox. That seen that, Scott, I know you, you said you like the over there, and that's uh, we're seeing that juiced at least the full game a little bit more. Nine now over minus a uh, buck fifteen as we're just a couple minutes uh, from from first pitch down in uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, but you can get the over in the first uh, five innings at four and a half at minus 124, I'm seeing. And that's just too low for both of these starting pitchers. It's too low for both of these offenses, which average almost six runs combined per first five innings. Both of these pitchers, Keuchel and Patino, have allowed two or more runs in six of their last seven starts. And the home run ball, Keuchel loves to give up the home run ball. So Mm -hmm. the first five total to me is just way too low for both of these teams. The other game as well, and this just kicked off. I'm seeing Andy Dalton trot onto the field right now. Bills Yay. and Bears were underway <laughs> Saturday slate week two of the NFL uh, preseason. Gotta, gotta love it, Scott. Uh, this line closes Bears minus four market wide. Most of the totals at 37, but as we have seen, oh, unders, just it's been a cash cow, 17 and three now. The 20 NFL preseason games, 17 have gone to the under, including all three so far this week in the preseason. The two games we saw last night at uh, Circa, this actually dipped another half point, 36 and a half, the close. And I know we'll talk in a minute here about Jets Packers, the next game on the slate uh, today. This thing has continued to get steamed even lower and lower. Might even move a couple points more before we get uh, to kickoff here. But seeing Andy Dalton take the field again, just to kind of reset things, we expect to see again Dalton, probably a couple series more Justin Fields as well, like we saw, but we're not really sure, as you alluded to earlier, Scott, how much with the first team will he actually see Justin Fields play? He has not played any reps and gotten any reps with the first team so far in camp. Bills holding out both Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, so it is, yes, the Mitch Trubisky revenge game today, but uh, with the line closing uh, set at four here and this thing underway, uh, what, what are you looking for early here at Soldier Field? Uh, just looking to see what the offense does with Andy Dalton. And, and, you know, I mentioned to you before about an in-game possibility, which is what I really like here because Justin Fields will probably come into the game uh, maybe at the end of the second half. Depends on how everything works with Andy Dalton. But Matt Nagy has said all week that Andy Dalton's going to play a quarter and a half. So he's going to play the first quarter. He's going to bleed into the second quarter, depending on how the possessions go. And then Justin Fields will take over. We saw Justin Fields last week have a much better, better performance against the backups. So we'll see this second half, maybe a second half bet on the Chicago Bears if Justin Fields is going to play the majority of that second half for them and see how they do against the backups here for the Bills. Scott, I thought we were going to be close to disaster because uh, we start the game third and five right out of the gates. Remember Dalton, and you mentioned it, going to see more time goes uh, goes two drives, both three and outs in the week one game against Miami before Fields came in. And uh, he was running for his life on a third and five play. Almost took a, about a 15-yard sack. Gets the ball away, but throws it away. And that is now 
Three preseason drives, three three and outs for one Andy Dalton. So a live line already, two and a half now on Chicago with the uh, that total. We're gonna just, we're gonna keep seeing that total dip. I would have to think, Scott, as this this goes along. So the Bears and or the Bills, I should say, and Mitch Trubisky. That's gonna be a, it's gonna be a weird sight. They get the ball to uh, to start things out. But hey, look, and again, Bears. They've consistently throughout training camp preseason been sluggish starters, and uh, and that is continuing uh, so far at least at, at least early. Again, we're we're a minute in, so don't want to overreact. We don't, we never overreact, <laughs> do we, Scott? Uh, not at all, especially to preseason, right? Always. Yeah. Uh, the other game too coming up, and you, we mentioned uh, the movement to the total here: Jets Packers from Lambeau, and we're not likely to see. We will certainly not see Aaron Rodgers likely the whole preseason. But Jordan Love, who was injured, took a, a hit to his shoulder late in the first half of that loss against the Texans last week. It's been a little bit vague as to whether he would actually play, although all the reports indicating while he's questionable, you'd have to think it's it's more like a doubtful for. Uh, for Jordan Love actually playing. And uh, we're likely to see Kurt Benkert. I mean, the team hasn't even really signed anybody else. It's going to be the Kurt Benkert show. Uh, who, look, as, uh, as uh, with Scott tonight, who's watched a lot of Packer football, Scott, I would put, uh, I'd put Kurt Bank- Benkert somewhere in between uh, TJ Rubley and uh, Ingle Martin as far as former Packer quarterbacks. I mean, he's, you know, he's obviously going to be pretty far down on the scale there. But the betters have reacted to this news. Jets bet all the way up to minus two and a half right now. Total down to 31 or 31 and a half, depending on where you look. The question here, though, is as we sit now a couple hours until game time, is there any value to still be had here given that the Jets opened as about a, a point, point and a half underdog? Uh, I mean, it could be value on the Jets just because you're going to see Zach Wilson for maybe a little bit longer than normal. Remember, you also have to take into consideration the the preseason schedule, right? So uh, this might, you know, take place. Uh, this might be more of like the third preseason game of old where you could see the starters getting extended minutes here in this one. Uh, so you're going to see Zach Wilson and he's formed a nice little camaraderie with the wide receivers. So the Jets offense has looked okay. He's he didn't make any bad decisions in his first game, which is what I really loved when I watched that game, especially when you put it right behind the scrimmage where he did make bad turnovers, the inner squad scrimmage, the green and white game. And then you hear his explanation afterwards that he uses practice to see what he can get away with. And in a game, he doesn't make those decisions in a game. He's not going to take those chances. And against the giants in the first preseason game, he didn't take those chances. He was very conservative. Will he open it up a little bit more here against the green Bay Packers, or will he continue to be conservative? That's something you're absolutely going to want to watch. And the jets defensively, you know, losing Carl Lawson to the injury uh, this week was huge. So their pass rush takes a big hit. But Robert Salah is a defensive-minded head coach, so you know he's going to want to get after the quarterback. But they are transitioning from a three, from a four-three to a three-four. So there is going to be some adjustments there on the defensive side of the football. So there's really not much you can bank on in terms of wanting to put your money uh, on the Jets in this game. Right. It's kind of a wait-and-see approach. And you mentioned as well, just talking about Wilson, six of nine, 63 yards of pretty, pretty vanilla in a game that was, uh, it was, it was tough to I'm sure you, you know, as a radio host in New York, I'm sure that was, that was a tough three hours sitting through that, uh, that Jets Giants slog at some life uh, last week. Jets did cover though, is two and a half point favorites. We'll see if they do that again today. Kurt Benker, by the way, eight of 12 uh, last week with a uh, interception and a lost fumble. He was a three-year uh, practice squad guy for the Falcons. So he will be the guy in all likelihood today 
uh, for Green Bay. But you mentioned the, the Carl Lawson news, and I know for Jets fans who optimistic have heard a lot of good things about Robert Sala and, and just the regime in general, trying to turn things around this year. You sign a guy in Lawson who, by all by all accounts, had looked fantastic in uh, in camp so far, having just signed the three-year, forty-five million dollar contract. Given the state of the AFC East, and now given the Jets will be losing one of their top pass rushers, how do you assess them from a future standpoint? Certainly, a team with uh, with a low win total and, and obviously long shot odds to to either make the playoffs or win the AFC East. But how do you assess this Jets team now that they're going to be losing one of the the guys they they assumed would be playing a key role for them defensively this year? Yeah, when you combined him with uh, C.J. Mosley coming back healthy, the Jets certainly had some uh, promising outlooks on the defensive side of the football. I still think this is a team that can exceed their win total. You know, are they going to get to nine? No. Uh, are they going to get to eight? You know, maybe not. I think seven wins is a realistic approach for this Jets team. Eight can certainly happen. I think if the Jets win nine games, we're throwing a parade down the Canyon of Heroes. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I, I absolutely do believe that this team is good enough uh, to exceed their win total, which is low at six and a half. It's actually juiced towards the under. So I would look for the Jets to win about seven to eight games this year. You know, losing Lawson does hurt, but there are winnable games on this schedule. And I think the Jets are being undervalued in spots. And you're actually going to see an adjustment as the season moves along the way this Jets team plays. Uh, The goal for them is not to make the playoffs. The goal for them is not to win the division. Uh, The goal is certainly just to be competitive in games, which is something that they absolutely Absolutely were not last season. So we're going to see this Jets team be more competitive, certainly feed off the energy of their new head coach and their rookie quarterback. The offense has all the weapons in place that you would uh, like to see from a team. You know, it's funny because in years past, the criticism was this team does not have any Thing around the quarterback. Well, now they have a lot around the quarterback. The wide receiver core is as deep as it's ever been for the Jets. So this is a sneaky team, and I think they'll exceed their six and a half win total. And one thing too, and this definitely applies to the Jets as well as I'd say the the Chargers as far as teams with rookie head coaches. I think we sometimes you know, we we make a big deal out of saying, look, rookie head coaches. There's going to be a learning curve. There's going to be struggles, especially with game management. But you think about the situations, especially in New York, when when you think about how much Adam Gates struggled as a coach and I know obviously Robert Sala you don't want to just you know start throwing him a parade before he's coached a game but uh, don't you don't you think I mean the 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 concerns maybe about a about a rookie head coach even with some of those adjustments like let's consider who was on the other who was in the same shoes for him last year you obviously know that very well with uh, with Adam Gase and the struggles they went through yeah, absolutely, and and this is a 49ers offense that's being uh, taken over here for the New York Jets, so you're going to see a mix-up at the running back position. Carter and Coleman will get split carries. There'll be checkdowns. It's going to look kind of similar to what uh, Shanahan has done in San Francisco, and then the adjustments that they're making on defense. Uh, this is a team that I, I absolutely do think can surprise people. Remember what we said earlier, though, Scott, uh, just getting back to the game that is now underway, potential Mitch Trubisky revenge game. Look yeah. at Mitch leading him down the field. Andy Dalton goes three and out first series for the Bears. And Mitch Trubisky wearing the Bills white and blue. Just, I mean, carving up the Bears defense. And they they get a, uh, they go for it on, trying to figure out who just scored the touchdown. But they, they had a fourth and one on the first drive down to about the Bears 10 and a half yard line. Got to love it. Preseason decision making. Actually, look, uh, for, for the, the spot, not a bad decision even in the, the regular season. Uh, with Sean McDermott going for it. Devin Singletary gets the pitch. And he scores. So just what we were maybe looking for, especially with uh, seeing a, a more full length uh, approach both from Andy Dalton and Justin Fields going to see the bulk of the, the snaps in this game for Chicago. 
Seven nothing Bills, and if you didn't want to lay the four in in this pregame with Chicago, well, now you've got a chance to potentially hop in uh, in game. Bills are now laying a point and a half total up to 41 and a half. So you could also not, you're not only getting a potential value on Chicago here, but you could also uh, hop in on a, on an under as well if if uh, if you want to go there. But man, I can't find myself just cracking up watching. Mitch Trubisky, the ghost of Mitch, just carving up the Bears' uh, preseason defense for for a touchdown. Seven zip uh, Bills five minutes into the game. Yeah, you know, and this is a situation where you know I would uh, I like the the Bears here with the getting the point now, getting the point and a half, and we'll see if the spread moves uh, if they have another scoreless possession or two. But once Justin Fields comes in against the backups, I like the Bears in the second half, and yeah, the Bears could cover this game line as well. That's it's amazing. One and a half uh, on the Bills now. 41 and a half uh, is your live total. Bills, seven, Bears, nothing. Uh, kicking off our Saturday slate of, uh, of the preseason. We mentioned as well the game at 425 Eastern. Jets and uh, Packers. Again, that open. Packers minus one. Total of 34 and a half. Our colleague, Matt Humans. I'm a little jealous of him. He got, a, uh, he got an under ticket in on, on that game at 34 and a half. It is now 31, 31 and a half in a couple spots uh, still out there right now. And we'll let you know if there's any more movement uh, before we get to, as we'll be closer to kickoff when we uh, come off the year. But thinking too, we just talked from a Jets future standpoint, Scott. Thinking on the other side with Green Bay, like I, I know it was it was only natural to see the massive reaction come with Aaron Rodgers actually announcing he would be back, given all the negativity surrounding that team in the offseason. Do you worry at all though that there there is just so much hype, so much expectation for the Packers? And a lot of steam as well when you look at the futures market. They're now pretty clearly the second betting favorite in the NFC behind only the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I wouldn't be surprised if if they become almost co-favorites over the next couple mm-hmm. weeks as, as far as the betting. Do you worry at all about a team that, uh, keep in mind, had no expectations really last year, or I should say a lot of expectations for regression and outperformed a lot of those and are now basically being penciled in by everybody to at the very least be in the NFC championship game again this year? Well, the Jeopardy job is open again, so maybe Aaron Rodgers is a little bit distracted. <laughs> That's uh, correct. But look, this is a team that won 13 games last year. Um, they're dynamic on offense. I love Aaron Jones this year in season-long fantasy. Uh, he's a guy that I'm going to be looking to target in the first round of my draft. Uh, I just think this is a very good Packers team, and I know that people might think that there's some regression coming, but I don't see it. Uh, I look at the schedule as well, and, and they're going to start off with uh, a couple of winnable games and, uh, you know, I think this is a double-digit win team, and especially with the 17th game added this season, uh, to ask them to go 11-6 and six, I think is very, very capable for a team that won, won 13 games a season ago. Right, and especially, too, like I know as far as value from the division standpoint, you sh- we saw on the screen a moment ago, minus 200 you have to lay for them now to win the uh, the NFC North. They were in the plus 190 range uh, before the Rodgers yeah. knew. So, like we, you know, at, at this point, there are still, I would say, you, you would probably agree with this guy, there, there could be some value to be had on the futures market at this point as still, you know, we've obviously seen a lot of, uh, there's a lot of early action and everything like that, but for some of these teams that maybe are in the shadows, so to speak, and the unfortunate thing, if, if you're trying to get in on the Packers, uh, they are not one of those teams. They have been uh, heavily bet already. Uh, the Browns are another team that qualifies, a team that I really like. But look, when, you're, you, when you get into the some books out here, Scott, have the Browns at like 5-1 to one to win the AFC. When you start getting into that territory, it becomes uh, a little out of whack. So I, I still think, you know, t- over 10.5, we, we saw the, uh, that, uh, that move a, a moment ago. 
Ten and a half over uh, over on Green Bay. Given as well, you have a, a rebuilding NFC North in general outside of Minnesota, really. Uh, and we certainly, as we've talked about, the the unknowns there with Chicago are, are the big hangups that uh, that you're going to see with the NFC North. But I, I'm with you on on overall uh, win total. I just wonder once you get to the playoffs, we've seen the struggles. I'm saying this is the pessimistic of uh, Wisconsin guy here, Scott. I wonder if it's it's almost to your point more more beneficial and more profitable long term if if you say, look, why not just take the win total over for this Green Bay team? instead of, even though it's a slightly bigger number and maybe more sexier than, than going for them a lot as far as a future, whether it's NFC or overall Super Bowl odds. Although if Aaron Rodgers just runs to the end zone or runs for the first down, it's a different, it's a different story. I, I, I'm aware. I, I'm very aware of, of yes, what uh, what is it play? As we, I've had a couple of people still bring up that game, and I'm like, hey, can we move on? Look, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been, what, uh, eight months. It's, it's okay. We'll never get over it. It's all right. Uh, we're just getting underway. It's betting across America here on a Saturday here at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. When we come back, we'll update you on all the live action going on right now on the other side. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back in. It is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM as we're back on this Saturday. Just getting underway with the MLB and NFL preseason slate on your Saturday. I'm joined once again from the East Coast by Scott Seidenberg. Follow him at Scott's On Air. Ben Wilson with you from our South Point studios in Las Vegas. Scott, near disaster for Buffalo and yet another three and out for Andy Dalton and the Chicago Bears. But the uh, the punt was fumbled. They were fortunately able to get on. Uh, Buffalo was able to fortunately uh, fall on it. So a near uh, disaster there for Buffalo. Still, though, we talked about it. I mean, you're, you're thinking about an in-game potential here for uh, for Chicago, especially knowing that it's, it's going to be basically uh, mit, uh, for the Mitch Trubisky side. On Buffalo, he's really the only real quarterback that'll be thrown in the game. We might, uh, we we might, uh, you know, go a little bit further down the line, see some some really interesting activity uh, coming up later today. I think the the plan after Trubisky is Davis Webb and Jake Fromm. So it's kind of leading us into look. It's it's going to be Dalton. It's going to be Justin Fields on, on the other side. And uh, right now, now seeing the Bills up to minus four and a half live after that latest uh, three and out. Certainly not a good look though early for Dalton and the Bears. No, and this is just going to lead to the fans wanting Justin Fields more. Uh, but now this is this is the opportunity. Now you're getting the Bears at over a field goal. This is the opportunity now to buy back on Chicago. We will see Justin Fields in this game, and we'll see him have success. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of having success, I, I hear uh, that Wander Franco guy is pretty good for the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, and your <laughs> your lean to the and your your liking of the over off to a very good start down at the Trop. Our first score of the day, bottom of the first, uh, a a double for Franco, and followed immediately up by a Brandon Lau uh, double. So three nothing Rays right out of the shoot. The struggles for Dallas Keuchel, man, is it uh, has it gone downhill? Four hits allowed in the first inning. Keuchel's ERA now has ballooned up to four sixty six. As we watch it live and a, a live total now all the way up to 10 and a half with juice to the over. Remember, this was about nine juice pretty mm-hmm. evenly before. And so to just to you, you were on this earlier and, you know, just from the eye, really, this is one of the rare ones where it's not only eye test, but it is the advanced numbers as well. Yeah. Everything pointing to uh, to su- supreme struggles for Dallas Keuchel. And we're we're seeing the same thing. I continue here, Scott. Yeah, I played the over in the first five, uh, four and a half. So just need two more runs and we'll already hit the first five total. <laughs> Feels pretty good on that one. It's three nothing in the bottom of the first. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned it before when I told, told you the stats of this game. It wasn't just uh, uh, Keiko, but Patino as well has given up runs. But Dallas Keiko, especially, uh, he has not been good as of late. The, the run total has not been good. The hits have not been good. Home runs. I mean, look, there's three runs here without a home run, but the Rays certainly. Uh, have enough pop and can put one over the fence here and it'll be five nothing in the first inning before you blink an eyeball but uh, it's just not been a good run and uh, certainly a healthy fade candidate right now is Dallas Keuchel yeah with Lau at second Manuel Margot uh, the batter right now other game going on in progress in the Bronx Twins and Yankees each pitcher getting through a scoreless first frame so nothing nothing so far there Kenta Maeda going up against Garrett Cole today just looking at a, a live price there uh, six and a half now is your total things have gone uh, down a little bit shaded to the over at minus 125 Yankees still a pretty heavy favorites minus I'm seeing 280 on the live line again yeah. they close minus uh, minus 250 so again Scott you've got uh, the run line there got a, a little cheaper price at uh, at minus 170 uh, meanwhile like, it looks Look at, look at Trubisky just continuing to march those Buffalo Bills down the field. And I think they just picked up a, another third down going to be uh, first in 10 at the, at the Chicago 20. So we're 10 minutes into the game uh, now seeing still four and a half on, uh, on Chicago. I think, I think the, the time to maybe buy Scott will be if, if we get another uh, bill mm. score here, I think that's going to be the time and likely you're, you're in position for a field goal at the moment. So 
it's just, I, you know, look, I, not to, I don't want to like rub it in. As a Packer fan, I've been very, I've been extremely charmed over my, you know, watching watching Packer football for the last uh, 25 years. I'll just say, I get to, to see Trubisky, uh, you know, obviously the struggles were there. But the way he was running yeah. out of town and to come back, uh, it's a preseason game, but it's still, it's just funny. I'm just, you know, I'm just pointing well, out we, some we, facts. We, and we've seen the way these preseason games have gone. So, you know, a Bears yeah. second half play is certainly an option with Justin Fields against the backups for the Bills. I mean, look at what happened in the Chiefs game. They were up 10 nothing going into the half. Right. They win the game 17-10. But if you're just looking at the second half, it was a 10-7 win for the Arizona Cardinals in the second half. So taking a look at Justin Fields and him getting the bulk of the action in the second half, certainly Bears second half worth a look. Yep, as uh, Trubisky. Th- also, we're we're seeing like not only is Trubisky looking good, but we're also seeing like classic Trubisky just threw a ball out of the end zone by about uh, eight yards. So look, that's he's right on brand for Mitch uh, so far uh, today in that one. We'll keep you posted on that game as well as the MLB in action as well. On the other side, though, I know Scott. Look, I know you, he's chomping at the bit, getting into some week zero <laughs> college football games. Want to get his thoughts on a couple of lines since look. This time next week, we're going to have real college football that counts a week zero in CFB. A week from today, we're going to get his thoughts on a couple of the uh, the five games on the week zero slate. On the other side, that's all still to come right here on Betting Across America. season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. That's because the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is here. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We are back. It is betting across America here on a Saturday live from Las Vegas, our South Point Sportsbook Studios. Ben Wilson back with you. Scott Seidenberg joins us from the East Coast as we're tracking everything going on in the sports betting world, NFL preseason, MLB action. We want to get your thoughts, Scott, on a couple of the week zero college football games here in just a couple of minutes. But man, this, uh, this, is, this is turning into an onslaught, at least early uh, with, with the starters out there. Mitch Trubisky, another touchdown drive. This time he does, uh, he does uh, throw a pass into the end zone to a Jake Kumaro, the former backup Packer tight end. He's into the end zone. They are uh, they are going for a two-point conversion, and they get stuffed. So you got to love the preseason going for the two-point uh, conversions. 13-0 Buffalo. Six and a half right now. Minus 120 is the Buffalo line at this point. I said, look, this one, this might be the time, it's Scott, to you get in potentially on the Bears again, knowing that after Mitch Trubisky, it's going to be a whole lot of scrubs at quarterback for Buffalo, and we have yet to see Justin Fields take a snap for Chicago. So six and a half, total now 43 and a half in this game. But, uh, man, Mitch, he came ready to play today, I'll tell you that. 
He absolutely did come ready to play. And you mentioned the revenge factor. Yeah, he was definitely playing with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see how long they, they let Mitch in there. I mean, if it was up to him, he might uh, he might want to stay out there the whole game. Just keep, uh, keep piling up numbers. Uh, Garrett Cole, you, your guy got to, got into a bit of a jam in the top of the second. Had second and third and two outs, but gets a pop out from William Zastadillo. So still nothing, nothing there in the Bronx with Kent Maeda back on the mound for the Twins. So, uh, Scott, hopefully this doesn't turn into too much of a sweat. You need to run at some point here. You got your first five uh, run line, but we'll continue to follow that. Yankees still big. At least yeah, they the wasted. Full games. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, Yankees wasted a runner on second base in the first inning. Rizzo got the second and uh, had plenty of chances to get a hit and score him, but failed to do so. So I- I'm not worried about them getting chances here against Maeda. Well, they're going to get more ch- another chance right now because Keta Maeda on a one-two pitch hits uh, the, the the slugger that is Rugnet Odor. So that's always a nice gift on the looks like a slider down and in that catches him on, on the leg. So Rugnet Odor, well, he'll happily trot down to first without, without to having to do anything. Uh, and still three nothing by the way. Rays and White Sox going to the top of the second inning. That's uh, currently the betting suspended, but the uh, the total that was nine, now all the way up to ten and a half with juice to the over. I uh, do want to get your thoughts, though, Scott. Week zero, college football season coming up a week from today. I know you are you are chomping at the bit. I, you know, from your from your Twitter, you're, you know, you're talking college football, LFG, which, you know, the kids out there should should know what that means, but <laughs> you're excited is, is the point for college football to get underway, and we kick things off with Nebraska at Illinois. That'll be going on a 1 o'clock Eastern start a week from today on Saturday. Been pretty consistent, at least the line here, been been about a touchdown. Hasn't We haven't seen a whole lot of movement, despite some off-the-field issues going on in, in Lincoln with Nebraska, and a whole lot of storylines here where you have Brent Bielema's return to the Big Ten, his debut for Illinois, uh, but a team with the, the lowest win total on the board in the Big Ten, a total of, uh, of 55. Going to be an interesting way to kick off the college football season, that's for sure. What do you make of, of this matchup, though, when you think about a lot of different factors at play, especially off the field? How do you think things translate once we actually uh, get the season underway? Yeah, Scott Frost has said all the right things that the uh, off the field stuff is not going to distract them from their preparation in this game, but you have to imagine it has to at least creep into the players' minds just a little bit. There is a, you know, a little bit of a distraction angle going on. Plus, they have to go on the road, and something that, you know, we've been talking about for a, a long time here when it comes to the college football season, right, is the fans now in attendance, where the players are coming off a season where they did not play in front of fans. Now they're going to be playing in front of stacked stadiums, okay? And uh, in Champaign, Illinois, for a season opener against Nebraska, you know these kids are back on campus. They're going to be hungry, and they're going to be out in full force in that stadium. Nebraska has not won a road game to open the season since 1999. And I know they have the experience here with Adrian Martinez, but he also has a little bit of the uh, fumble issues, if you will, Uh, has fumbled plenty of times in his career, more than a lot of Big Ten quarterbacks. And protecting the football is going to be something that Scott Frost is going to need from him in order for them to have success, not just in this game, but moving forward. Brett Bielema takes over at Illinois. They have new defensive coordinator Ryan Walters. They're going to want to get after the quarterback, and they're going to want to pressure Adrian Martinez. And when you combine Martinez's fumble issues with the pass, 
pass rush that Bielema and, and Walters are going to dial up. I just think that a touchdown is too much to lay here on the road with Nebraska. I'm not saying they can't win this game. I think they probably will win this game. But I think a, a touchdown is just too much to lay on the road with the Nebraska team that has a lot of uncertainty um, and with a pretty good defensive team like the linebacking core for uh, for Illinois is pretty decent. I think they're going to pressure Martinez. He might make a couple of turnovers, and, and I can see Illinois being very competitive in this football game. And you mentioned uh, Ryan Walters as well, who formerly Missouri's defensive coordinator, who is one of the, I think, viewed by a lot, by a lot of people in college football circles, a, a rising star sort of coordinator, young guy, and certainly a good get for, for Bielema to get on, uh, on his staff. And again, for those who, who missed it, of course, earlier this week with the report coming out that uh, the NCAA investigating Nebraska, that they improperly used analysts and consultants. Scott Frost apparently knew about it, and it even moved some workouts uh, off campus last year when those were, as, as we all know, those activities were banned uh, during the pandemic. So a lot going on for Nebraska. I will just say, and my, my, uh, my mother, a, a, a proud U of I grad alum, uh, can attest to this, attendance not exactly the strong suit for the, <laughs> for the people down in Champaign. I but yeah, look, but listen, week you're zero. coming off a year, yeah, and you're coming off a year in which uh, you know students were probably not full fledged on campus, and I just think that there's going to be a lot of college kids that are going to be really excited to get out to the stadiums, regardless of how uh, competitive your team may be this year. It's just an excuse to get out there and party. All right, oh, look, I, I don't doubt that. Uh, Cam's is the bard on that. It'll be it'll be a, a wild scene in uh, in Champaign, and it's look, it's the yeah first game of the year, so I'm just. Just saying. It's not like it's going to be, you know, 70,000 raucous uh, cheering. Uh, but I know, look, uh, seven, it kind of feels like a lot. It's two, uh, my, by the way, if you wanted to take a shot on Illinois, plus 205 of the current money line. But, again, keep in mind, for as much issues as you've got on the Nebraska side, still a lot to, a lot to be rebuilt there uh, at, uh, at Illinois. By the way, Scott, Andy Dalton finally, speaking of teams in Illinois who are struggling, the Bears finally got a first down with Andy Dalton. He's back for hey. his third series. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Good news, at least. Uh, if you're a if you're a Bears pregame backer, you're not feeling too good. But look, if you took a stab, which I would not have had an issue with at plus six and a half, Bears starting to move the football, and they have gotten it to midfield for the first time today, still down 13-0 against the Bills in that week two preseason game. When we return, a couple more games getting started at the top of our next hour, including also sticking in uh, Illinois in the Windy City, Royals and Cubs. We'll preview that game and update you on the rest of all the action on the other side right here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the Olympics. Exactly. He's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football season just around the corner. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We're back. It is Betting Across America here on a Saturday. I'm joined by Scott Steinberg from the Tri-State area. Ben Wilson with you from the South Point Sportsbook here in Las Vegas. Look, that smile, Scott. Something good. You're always smiling like that. But something good clearly has just happened for you. And that would be the New York Yankees striking first. Tyler Wade has been sneaky good recently at the bottom of the lineup. Here uh, in the nine hole with a, with a base knock to drive home the first run of the game uh, as uh, he scores Ruben Odor, who was hit by a pitch to start the inning by Kenta Maeda. So one nothing Yankees. You've got that first five run line bet that uh, that is now looking solid. Yankees have gone to minus 380 on the full full game line. Twins at plus 290. DJ LeMahieu then sends one to uh, to the warning track. But you know what? Patience is, is, is this will be a theme not only today, but it always is a theme. Patience can be a virtue, Scott. And uh, and the run the run is now there as we go to the third inning. Yep, Yankees to score first was another pick uh, that was minus right. 145, and you know it might not have been the first inning, but it was the second inning. Uh, but as I mentioned, the Yankees over the past week and week and a half have uh, been uh, showing that they score early in these games. So Yankees score first, are up one nothing, going to the top of the third, and Dallas Keuchel continues to stink it up. Uh, the Rays still up three nothing, but uh, they do have runners on first and second with nobody out here in the bottom of the second inning, and uh, very close. 
to hitting this first five over already here in the second inning if the Rays can come through with some hits here. Yeah, Randy Rosarena just hit a ball very hard, but right at uh, Brian Goodwin. The runners advanced to second and third now, one out in the second. So, you know, you're right, close to uh, blowing blowing things open there at the Trop with uh, Nelson Cruz at the plate, who has been very solid since coming over from the trade uh, with Minnesota. So he tries to uh, to really give some separation. You mentioned that uh, first five. Yeah, you're looking good right now. 11 and a half now is the adjusted in-game full game total uh, with a little bit of juice to uh, the under. And uh, Nelson Cruz, as I look up, our, our TV is a little bit behind. I think he's about to put a ball in play and, uh, and drive in a run because I'm now seeing four to nothing uh, to the race. So Nelson Cruz, uh, a productive at bat. Yep, ground ball to the right side. That'll get the run home. So four zip to Tampa now as we play in the bottom of the second. So we're inching uh, closer and closer to that first five, Scott, uh, going over. Unfortunately, though, for Bears backers, it's uh, it's gotten it's gotten ugly again. After Eddie Dalton finally got a first down after two straight three and outs, the one of the new running backs into the Bears system, Damian Williams, ex Kansas City Chief, he coughs it up, fumbled just across midfield. Bills recover, so we have played one quarter. Mitch Trubisky, 13 of 18, Scott, 132 Mm -hmm. yards and a touchdown. It is all Buffalo right now. A very Andy Dalton-esque performance, though. Four of six, 38 yards. Uh, Pretty pretty blah to this point. Bill's now eight and a half. So, look, keeps getting higher and higher. Uh, We've kind of made our point on this clear. It's sort of like at what point, you know, do you you dig yourself in so so much of a hole that that an in-game bet doesn't make sense anymore? But, look, we still have yet to see Justin Fields, and we're expecting to see a lot of him in this game. So, again, I'm going to say patience. Patience. I don't know that I would be, you know, double dipping here going back to the well for seconds. Again, it's preseason. You shouldn't be betting much on these to begin with. But uh, still a lot of football left to be played as, as the Bills have it right now. Trubisky's still out there and uh, taking a deep shot in, uh, in Bears territory, but uh, overthrows his man. Yeah, second half might be the way to look here. Trubisky probably not going to be in the game in the second half, and Justin Fields likely will. Uh, I'm curious to see where Nagy goes with Andy Dalton in this second quarter, but there's a chance that we could see, you know, Justin Fields maybe not take the field until the second half, uh, depending on how this game plays out. So that's something certainly to keep an eye on. Yeah, like we talked about, Matt Nagy, he's he's been known to be a stubborn guy. So look, he's especially in a preseason game, there's not going to be not going to be much diversion from the plan. And you also have to keep in mind that with one less preseason game, this essentially might replace that traditional third preseason game mm-hmm. where you leave your starters in a little bit longer and then you get a look at some of your other players. So uh, we could see maybe Dalton play most of this first half and then we'll get Justin Fields in the second half. And as we've talked about as well, just with NFL in general, this is also a really good time to just evaluate your overall thoughts on on futures, how you think the season will play out. And what I wanted to take a few minutes to do right now with you, Scott, look at a division that I think has been, it's been a very interesting one coming in, one that is is stacked with the potential for three, some people think even four teams could be making the playoffs out of the NFC West. We'll see a number of these teams in action later today as the week two preseason goes on. But I wanted to get your take on this as far as overrated or underrated, not just from a general sense, but from the betting perspective on, look, from a win total, Futures perspective, is the NFC West actually going to be a profitable division for people? Because I I look at this and I see a a bunch of teams that are all going to be competitive. Certainly the Rams, who are the slight favorites at the moment, uh, lead the way from from an odds perspective with the 49ers right behind them. They've been pretty consistently Rams around plus 180, Niners on the 190 or so range. But uh, do you think, Scott, that that for people just betting all these NFC West teams, will they actually be rewarded when we get to the end of the season given how much parity and how, how much good competition there will be with within the division this year. 
Yeah, obviously the Rams are getting a lot of love in the futures market and the 49ers as well. Uh, I do think the Seahawks maybe take a step back, but it's Russell Wilson, so you can never bet really against that guy. Uh, and then the Cardinals, I think, will be better than people are giving them credit for. So I could see this division kind of eating itself up a little bit, which could take away some wins from these teams. Uh, now they can still beat up on the out-of-division games and certainly uh, the, you know, the cross-conference games as well. But I do see this being a division that is not going to be easily won, I should say. Now, it's not going to be the NFC East where nine wins wins the division. No. It's going to be better than that, but we could have, you know, the fourth place team in this division could have nine wins. That's how good these teams are. You think about it too. Rams, 10 and a half, the win total set. We're seeing uh, the 49ers, 10 and a half as well, pretty consistently set. Uh, Cardinals have been more in that uh, that nine, uh, that uh, or the eight and a half or uh, or nine range. And, and yeah, the Seahawks as well. They're, they're all kind of bunched up uh, together. Yep. I guess, you know, the one area I might go a little bit opposite of you on is Arizona, where just kind of doing the digging on them. And I think we all knew this just casually from watching them last year, but it really struck me from actually kind of doing the deep dive on them, just how less efficient they were just from a play-to-play basis when not only Kyler Murray was he not on the field, but even when he was on the field but compromised, if you look at the numbers from week 11 on last year with him, and I just I just really worry about an Arizona team that for as many exciting pieces as they have and for as many splashes as they made in the offseason, when you have a team that is so dependent on one guy staying healthy, mm-hmm. and that one guy is somebody in Kyler Murray who's going to be running all over the place and putting himself in position to potentially taking shots and, and getting hurt. I just worry about just the, the durability issues there, especially with the extra game going a full 17 games. And when you combine that into the tough strength of schedule, Cardinals, if you base strength of schedule off of projected win totals from, from the Vegas books here, toughest strength of schedule in the NFC West. I, I could easily see this being a case where you, you see Arizona end up eight and nine. Again, their win total is eight and a half. I could easily see Seattle going nine and eight with a win total at nine and a half. And I could easily see both the Niners and Rams duking out and each going 10 and seven. And you could easily see, you could talk me into a scenario, Scott, where all four or three of the four teams in this division fail to go over the win total. And that obviously sets you up for a difficult stretch run as well. When you think about not being fresh, not necessarily being healthy, we obviously saw how that impacted a team like the Rams uh, last year in the playoffs. So to me, this, this is by far and away a team or a division, I, I should say, that has all the makings of a, of a disappointment just from a futures betting perspective. Still a lot of good teams, but I don't know that you're going to make a ton of money betting on these teams futures-wise. No, it's like I said, they're going to eat each other up. Uh, and the thing with the Cardinals, I mean, there was a stretch last year where Kyler Murray was going over his rushing prop just every single game, right? Uh, how much is he going to do that this year? It's not just defenses that are going to be keying in on him, but it's going to be, as you mentioned, the health factor. Cliff Kingsbury's not going to want him probably doing as much because it's a 17-game season now and because of the, the way that they played without him. So he might be in a little more cautious approach in some of these games, relying on some of the other pieces that you're seeing so that's something that uh, I'm going to be very curious to see but you mentioned the pieces I mean it's it's incredible what they have on this team Uh, JJ Watt is surely going to have an impact on this defense Uh, and so you're going to see look they got some games on their schedule they play the Lions they play the Texans those are two wins against two of the worst teams in football Uh, the division games are going to be difficult uh, but then you know 
they play the Jaguars. They play, um, uh, I believe they play, they play the North. So they, they're going to play the Bears. Uh, that's going to be, you know, tough. But three wins right there. Lions, Jaguars, Texans. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find me five, six more wins on their schedule. They could exceed that eight and a half win total. Yeah. I, the only thing I worried just on the defensive end, for them, largest jump in difficulty of opposing offenses, if you just break down 2020 yeah. to projected 2021. So for as, as much as the, the defense looks good on paper, I, I still have concerns it might you know end up being more of a, more of a paper tigerish uh, type defense as, as we look forward. But regardless, going to be interesting to see how the NFC West is going to be a very fascinating division to watch it play out over the course of uh, 2021. In the, in the present, the here and now, though, Scott, you've got more reasons to celebrate that uh, first five. That isn't over. A solo home run in Tampa Bay. Remember, that was four and a half. You mentioned, I think it was, what, one buck uh, 24 there, juice to the over on the, the four and a half first five. Solo homer for Sebi Zavala, the, uh, the journeyman, the backup catcher for the White Sox goes yard uh, off of Luis Patino. So now 4-1 raise, top of the third inning. This was a pregame total set of nine. The live total now up to 11 and a half juiced uh, to the under. So more runs, more offense. You've been, uh, you've been spot on in that uh, analysis so far there, Scott. Yeah, and uh, feel good about the Yankees. Uh, you know, they have a one nothing lead going to the bottom of the third inning. So feel very good about their chances. You know, as long as Garrett Colger stays, uh, stays strong, see if the Yankees can add some runs here and give them some cushion. Meanwhile, we've got a play under review at uh, Soldier Field. <laughs> the Bills with Mitch Trubisky, they are uh, taking no pr- – they're not holding anything back. Mitch Trubisky clearly told uh, Sean McDermott, he's like, look, man, empty out the playbook. Just do it for me. It's a preseason. I need some revenge here. Uh, they've got a uh, – Buffalo just challenged. Zach Moss was ruled down at about the half-yard line. He might have been in the end zone, so they're challenging. This could this could be 20 to nothing, Scott, before Justin Fields even gets into the game. So we're going to track that see how that impacts the in-game market when we return talk some more college football on hour two of the show get scott's thoughts on how the futures market is is shaping up as well as more mlb nfl preseason talk as well that's all coming up next hour number two right here on betting across america At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.